0: This is a test of the emergency broadcast
1: system. In five. Tech for sound. Four. It's showtime. Three. Let's two, go on. Oh,
2: Welcome to the Pro Audio Suite, a podcast for audio and voiceover professionals. Don't forget to check us out on our Facebook, the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Now let's get on with the show. From Los Angeles, George Witham. From Chicago, Robert Marshall. From Sydney, Australia, Robbo. And from sunny Melbourne, Andrew Peters. This is the Pro Audio Suite. This week, as a follow-up to our last big Pro Audio Suite, where we did a mic shootout, we're talking about road cases, which, as a voice actor, is a pretty important part of your kit.
3: Mm, that's not road microphone boxes, that's Cases that you take on the road, right?
2: This is correct. Thank you, Robbo. <laughs> now, before we uh, started recording, uh, I just put a couple of things together. So, I've um, George mentioned in the mic shootout that the NTG4 could be a really good stunt mic. So, I thought, okay, well, let's use the stunt mic with, and I used the Portabooth Pro, the Rode AI1 as the interface into a laptop uh, recording on Twisted Wave.
1: So, Andrew, how did you settle on this kit? Is this and is and is this one you've been using in the real world yet?
2: Yeah, I do. I I, um, I found the Portabooth Booth Pro uh, years ago. I think well, was I spoke to Harlan. I think it was one of the f- I was one of the first guys to buy one. I think mm-hmm. certainly the first one in Australia. And I bought that, and I've been tinkering with it for for years, and uh, trying different microphones, trying different interfaces, all sorts of things, and eventually I got to the point where. I think I pretty well got it working. And the last uh, trip I was away, I used um, the 416, the road AI one, and uh, just recording on the laptop. Um, you've heard plenty of the Porter Booth stuff. What do you think, Robbo?
3: The Porter Booth definitely does its job. Um, the the thing about those two files that you sent me is that struck me is that the you know the two microphones, as we've said before, are so similar. It's, it's crazy um the sound i'd sort of happy be happy to use either of those two but the booth yep. it's the booth itself um and you've sent me all sorts of setups when you've been going away to try and figure out which was the best one the booth itself has always been sort of without question working hasn't it
2: yeah i mean i know some people don't particularly like them because they are very boxy and i think george you have a bit of an issue with any of these kind of like small portable booths it's not a little bit tubby
1: it can be i mean i think you got to use them with the right kind of mic i mean the pro the Portabooth pro does seem to do pretty nicely with the sennheiser 416 um and then sometimes folks buy them and then they get a, a large diaphragm condenser um and then they stick it too far back into the booth and so now you're really starting to get too much of the boothy resonance you get in the back so when used properly like any studio <laughs> they all doesn't matter what it costs and how it's built you got to put the mic in the right spot but when you do it has pretty good results should we take a listen to the samples yeah sure. let's do that
2: all right just to give you something to a b the uh, road case with this is the uh, NTG4 this is me in an open room with the Harlan Hogan Portabooth Pro the Portabooth is certainly doing its job knocking out what might
0: exist of that room because you really got to I cranked it up a lot in my headphones um to pick up what I could of the room and there's a little bit of distance and a little bit of but it's certainly the Portabooth, booth I think did a great job at making
1: not a studio sound i think the Portabooth's booth coloring it a bit yep. but it's not a coloring that you couldn't do a little bit of eq and 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 compensate for.
2: Yeah, you got the other file without the uh, the Porter booth, just the two, um, the 416 and the NTG four. Just the two of them in the booth without the uh, yeah. And codes. I
0: definitely thought that the four sixteen was still uh, even with that high boost on the NTG. I thought the uh, four sixteen had a had had more edge to it. Basically, yeah,
2: yeah. It certainly this got a well,
1: file... I... Sorry, go on. No, finish your thought. And then I'll <laughs> tell I you was
2: just going to say, I, I the only thing I thought was that the. I, what I noticed with the four one six was it had more bottom end than the NTG four.
1: Would you like to listen to? Would you like to listen to the 416 and NTG four in the booth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that comparison. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. That's this one here. Um,
2: this is the uh, 416, 416. six four sixteen. All right. Just to give you something to a b the uh, road case with. This is the uh, NTG four. Okay. That's close.
3: Yeah. Right. So
2: that's that's apples with apples because yep. we've got both the
3: shotguns in, in the, the, in, the right. in the booth. Now George, can we go back to the road in the porta booth?
1: Sure. Now would you like to hear the road with the porta booth right up against the road in the studio? Booth? Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Yeah. Cuz that could be helpful. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So I'm going to tag that on to the end of the other this other sample here. All right, so here we have this. All
2: right, just to give you something to A B the uh, road case with. This is the uh, NTG four. Uh, the microphone I'm using is the road with the high boost on.
0: Uh, that porta booth takes a lot of the high edge off of
3: it, and it's yeah. clearly more boxy. Mm-hmm.
0: But but Robbo, going again, it's not. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be unusable.
3: No no no, I mean, it's not unusable. You, yeah. absolutely not. Right. No, and, and I think that was the next thing that I was going to add is that with uh, we were talking about this off air, but I, I've downloaded the isotope RX7 suite and with some of the things they have in there, like denoise, dialogue isolate, and they've made their what was great noise reduction even better. I, I think you put the two of them together, you put that what we're talking about as an alternative with these microphones and the Porter booth together with what we can now do on our end. I think you're getting closer to a perfect product. You just got to do it. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, it's a combination of tools. Yeah, it's definitely a combination of tools. And one thing I tell my clients is if you're going to you're going to be going away, when you get there, send me a sample right away from your setup in whatever situation you're in so I can build you a stack or a preset, an EQ curve, whatever it takes to try to, to, to flatten it out a bit. So. Because there's just, it's very difficult when you have a mic in a small enclosed space to make it sound like it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we do our best.
3: Yeah. Well, we set off air. I mean, there's, you know, there's nothing out there that does it perfectly. Uh, and I, I I doubt, seriously, there ever will be one product that does it perfectly. I think, as you quite rightly say, George, it's going to be a combination of stuff. Besides Andrew Peters, right? Well, besides yeah, Andrew I, yeah. But, you know, yeah. I'm not sure how many voiceover <laughs> artists there are that are so dedicated to their craft. <laughs> They've got an audio engineer, mate, and they just bombard them with files going, what about this one? What about this one? Try this. What about this? What about this? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That's why, this why we're is doing it. That's why
1: we have this show. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We have that kind of... we got the right combination of people here. It's great. Excellent. I've also yep. done demos of the uh, ISOVox, which takes the idea of the Portabooth Pro to its... I think to its logical conclusion is that, is that the
0: white is that the is that the white box that like the the helmet that you stand yeah. inside of. Yeah. Yes, well, look, yes when that, you, that and, thing is yes. Well, that definitely. thing is much
1: more expensive, much heavier, definitely not travelable. You can't fly with it; it's much too large, and it has just as many acoustical issues. I mean, I'd say it, it's even not more because boxy, it's not as but it's very low endy and, and tubby.
0: I I don't think it. I, I I think it's got a more reflective inside than the
1: porta booth actually. Uh, no, the, it's totally dead in there. Is it? But it what, just has a lot of low end buildup that they is try that to is? compensate for, but it just doesn't quite do it.
0: What 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 about the uh, equivalent VO to go product? They they have a sort of porta booth like thing too, don't they?
1: So vocalbooth2go.com makes their thing called the Carry-on Vocal Booth and it takes a different direction which is just using basically moving blanket material. But the reason it works it better in some cases is because the entire product is made out of fabric. There's no, nothing rigid. So it allows low frequency to pass right through. Get out of it. Yeah. So it doesn't really allow low end to build up. It doesn't get a hollow, boxy sound because there's no, there's no dense, hard surface. It's just blanket. And so in my experience with it, it does color it less. There's less of that boxy effect.
0: And um, it gives more room for the microphone itself. Isn't it a little bit farther away from the mic? It it's is, physically
1: larger than the Portabooth yeah. Pro, a little bit larger, but that also makes it less travel-friendly. Um, it's, it's definitely not carry-onable, on, uh, carry on-able, um, and it would not fit in a typical suitcase. So the Portabooth so kind of hits a better happy medium. Yeah, and, and I even like the Portabooth Plus. Um, that's one that's really kind of a throwback where they kind of went back to the old school cube design. Um, but for some reason, I think it just works better. I think acoustically it has less color than the Portabooth Pro. So it, it kind of, to me, hits a lot of the right, right notes. You know, it's smaller, less expensive, easier to travel with and slightly less coloration to the sound. So I the Kai the...
0: doesn't do it at all.
1: Am I right? Oh, yeah. Is that... Yeah. Let's not mention the chaotic, the chaotic eyeball. They, I have to give them a lot of credit for trying something outside the box, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, but again, it colors the really sound boxy, of the mic. muffy it Really changes this. Yeah, I, yeah, I've heard it used with an apogee mic, which is a very bright, plosive, happy mic, and in that context, it actually kind of helps in a lot of cases. It actually does sound a bit better but in many cases it does the opposite it just maybe, adds too much low end filters the top end and just changes the sound of the mic too much yeah
0: maybe maybe the approach is to sort of get the uh the mic emulations in here and like get the perfect mic with the perfect emulation to undo the booth yet still have your <laughs> yeah. deadness you know, you know like the porta booth with the mic emulation Software. Well, there's <laughs>
1: there's an idea, Robert. Maybe yeah, I need yeah. to talk to 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 uh, Harlan, who w- w- I know I know pretty well. I've, he's been a sponsor of my show for seven and a half years. Right. Um, and talk to him and say, hey, man, let's bundle a plug-in pack that you can sell with your PortaBooth Pro, and that way, we if they're using a certain mic, we can pre EQ it, pre EQ it, and everything. How crazy yeah, make, would that
0: be? Make that work together.
3: That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it's a great I took idea. My
0: idea, man.
2: <laughs> we'll,
3: we'll chat with Harlan about that. Yeah, count me in. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. How about the details? Now we talked about the mic, the porta booth. We're using the road, which is obviously working well. What are you using for a mic stand to hold the mic? Uh, funny you should
2: ask. It is actually once again a broomstick. This it sounds, it sounds like a it sounds like a road ad, doesn't it? Really, but um, they just. Send me stuff, and I really like it. So um, they sent me uh, the little tripod they've got mic stand, which works mm-hmm. perfectly in a porta booth because it's got a base that's made of iridex, so it's like a you know a bed of pyramids. So if you get a normal mic stand with a disc, it just topples over. But the thing about having the the um, the tripod, the mini tripod, it sits between the uh, pyramids and. It's stable, which is great.
3: Why aren't roads sending us stuff? Why Why are roads sending you stuff and not us? That's I want that question answered next. <laughs> Do you really want me to tell you, Robo? Do you really You really don't want to know the answer.
1: You know how annoying Andrew is to you, Ryan? Right? You can only imagine how much he
3: It's <laughs> yeah, <to> Mr. Road. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Poor old Mr. Road. Apologies <laughs> from all of us. Right? <laughs> He's going, "Oh, not again. Not <laughs>
0: again." <laughs> I I just like to bug Paluso for the uh, P414.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah I'll have one of those. Yeah. yeah. We need four, please. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we really can't make a decision. Actually, 5 because Jeff oh. Silverman deserves one as well.
1: That's yeah, exactly. Sure, he sure does. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that is a pretty nice setup, all to, all told. Um, now, for script reading, again, I like getting into some of the nitty gritty. How are you reading your script, staring well, into a box?
2: This actually, I think, does help that sort of boxiness because I use an iPad mm-hmm. and oh. I just sit the iPad in the back of the porter booth. So it does give a bit of like a reflective surface, I think, and maybe, I don't know, maybe that helps with some of that sort it, of... It does um, help. I remember you sending me that file and... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I didn't use for this test. I should have actually put one in there, but I, I didn't. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. normally I chuck the uh, iPad in there. Yeah,
3: it, and it did make a, a, a clear difference to what we're talking about. It didn't solve it completely, but it certainly did make a difference. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Can,
0: can you yeah. give a little bounce?
3: Yeah, just enough wow. to shoot some back. A little bit, but in a good way, in a good way. So, yeah, yeah, in a good way, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, a good way, yes. Sorry, yeah. Could you use Google Glass as a script
0: reader? I wonder, no. Google Glass, yeah. Like, you mean was the, that like, like the, a heads
3: up display or no. something?
0: Yeah, the Google, you guys haven't seen those, the Google Glasses that you know, oh, like, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 the ones that, that are that... worn by glass holes, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zinger. Yes.
3: <laughs> George quoted the day to you, Sunshine. That's awesome.
1: I didn't make that up. I, no. I listened to a lot of Silicon Valley tech uh, journalism and that was a term don't, used. don't
3: give it away, mate. Smoke and mirrors. That line's going in the promo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a beauty.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, the product You've kind of it. flopped, but in a way it was, you know, like like there might be that like, oh, didn't think of that for, you know, it's like, the script that you can't turn away from yeah, so what are they like bono glasses or something like that is that right what are they i haven't seen them like what a, do they look like uh, it's like a pair of like half glasses and they got like a little tiny projector that imagine it projects all your information it's sort of like the heads up display for a for a uh, for a fighter jet pilot
1: you know yeah it looks to you like you're looking at a large screen in one right. eye and you sort of just look up and to the right, and you're looking at a monitor. All right. it's always there. And Liam, um,
3: my twelve-year-old, if you're listening to this, no, you're not getting some.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Google discontinued it. I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Did to Thank it. God for that.
1: Yeah, it was it. Right, it was an expensive experiment. They were selling those for fifteen hundred dollars, and uh, a bunch of people bought them, and Google just. Yeah, Google decided they were too expensive and not not successful. It didn't totally
0: work the way they wanted it to work out, I think. Yeah, and also people were all creeped out because it's like you're walking around with a camera and you can just be filming people and it's yes. not as obvious as holding a cell phone up filming people so people thought it was an invasion of privacy. Yeah.
1: Isn't that's that's that... where the glass hole thing came from. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
2: now, talk about road cases getting back on subject. Um, George, you would be inundated, I guarantee, with lots of voice talent asking you questions about road cases working on the road. What's the most common problem that uh, voice talent have?
1: Oh, by far it's noise. Um, you know we, we can make blanket forts and build all kinds of wacky stuff ironing boards and you know <laughs> flip bed mattresses all kinds of things but the big problem and then is the ambulance drives noise. by yeah it's just noise i mean it's like if you have a front-facing hotel room basically you want the room with the worst view um so unfortunately because if your room is on the city side facing the city and you've got the street out there it's going to be a problem you're going to have Noise from the ventilation system from the entire building, vibrating the building. You're going to have the vacuum cleaners upstairs and next door from the housekeepers. Um, You're going to have the elevator if you're near the elevator. You're going to have the ice machine if you're near the ice machine. You just have a heck of a lot of noise to deal with, you know. So that is by far the biggest challenge. Um, And it was funny. We were at a voiceover conference, Robert and I, in Atlanta. And the hotel was literally... On the airport property, and so if you were on the incorrect side of the hotel, you were screwed. i mean you couldn't you know this is a voiceover conference, so people are trying to record vo people dishes left and right and- yeah, and it was a it was rough to say the least um, but we had the ultimate pop up booth where we did source connect sessions out of and and Robert, uh, Robert and Source Elements sponsored a voiceover studio that we assembled in a, in a conference room or like a meeting room and um, it was it was still a noise issue for us you know we were still getting some noise from outside the room. well, well the we had two doors. doors We had like, oh, was, like, yeah, like they gave had, us
0: one of those rooms that was like a hallway so it had doors on both yes, sides. It
1: had double doors on either side. So I actually did an actual source connect session live. Uh, with, well, for a commercial and I had to use expander. I had to use an expander they, on the you had, Apollo. You had the API cheat.
0: plugin. I did. Y- you used up
1: my demo, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I activated his API vision channel strip demo to use the expander and, uh, we got away with it, but that's what it took. You know, we had to be clever about it, but, um, you know that that's that is what the biggest problem people deal with far, by far is noise.
0: But yeah, that was a that was a massive uh, porta not porta booth, but a VO to go
1: sort of full up, double layered blanket booth. I mean, that thing was kind of nuts. I mean, it, it yeah. was a it was a size about six by six tent, and it looked like it was just made a blanket, but actually, it weighed several hundred pounds. Like I checked it, I think it weighs over a thousand pounds because it's. Is lined with mass loaded vinyl. Yeah, that's what it was. And mass loaded vinyl yeah. is about a pound per square foot.
0: So and you zippers do everywhere.
1: Yeah, you got a six by six foot room, and a six by six foot roof. All of that covered in mass loaded vinyl. That thing is heavy.
0: Yeah, and, and um, it had little double windows. Like like they were plastic, but there was two layers to the window itself. If I remember right. Wasn't there? And
1: I mean, that was a hell of a setup. We we, we even brought in the ISDN system down there. Yes, we had the ISDN system. Yeah. We had it all. Yeah. That was really quite amazing. Um, And we had a lot of people from the event coming down there to record occasional auditions, but mostly jobs. Um, And we, you know, we pulled off a lot of sessions for people. You know, it was uh, huge for some people. They were extremely grateful to have it. So, so yeah, noise again that's our biggest problem and we figured out how to, when we figured out how to stop and eliminate real time varying noise from like sirens and that kind of stuff where we can filter that in real time that and it's going to happen right it's just a matter of time
0: well well why isn't it like the the Bose noise canceling headphones like the the Bose noise canceling microphone. Oh man. Like, but the problem is that it's listening to exactly it's like, what do you want to hear and what don't you want to
1: hear? Yeah. And yeah. so imagine imagine a, a microphone that comes with a speaker, and the speaker has a microphone and it's listening plays to plays the, the noise opposite floor, sound. floor and it's doing the yeah, the reverse wave to cancel out the room. Can you imagine that? Like that well, 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 they have that
0: in cars, you know that, right? Like you're the, really high-end Mercedes and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah. They, they play back the road noise and out of phase at you and then it cancels out some of it. And something like that theoretically could work. I mean, that would take a hell of a lot of engineering. But um, yes.
3: I picked up a good tip uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was working down in Melbourne, um, just talking about recording in remote locations. Um, I was recording in the hospitality booth at a conference down there and there was a fridge in the corner of the room and the guy I was working with was used, w- who was the producer used to be a producer on 60 Minutes and and I'll get to the reason why I'm telling you this story in just a sec but the, he was talking about um, fridges and, and fridge noise and all that sort of stuff and it made me think you talking about recording in a hotel room that this might be applicable but they were recording a, a, a location shoot for 60 Minutes and it was in a kitchen and there was this big two-door fridge freezer that was there and it was making all this noise. So this sound guy reached around behind the fridge and turned it off and they did the shoot and all that sort of stuff, but he proceeded to forget to turn it on and the, people, the person they were interviewing went out for the day and came home to find fridge off all this food ruined, they got this massive bill to replace all the food in this fridge. The reason I'm telling you this story is the one little tip that I got given, because I did the same thing I turned the bar fridge off, and Bill, the producer, said, where's your car keys? And I said, well, they're here. And he said, put them in the fridge. So put Uh. car keys in the fridge so you can't go anywhere until I turn the fridge back on. So if if there's a little tip, if you're in your hotel room and you turn the fridge off, stick your room key in the fridge, you'll remember to turn it back on again. That's, that's a, a great hat. idea with the car yeah, keys. I mean, yeah. Because you don't have
1: a post-it note tricks. to stick on the door to your hotel room yeah. that you see on the way out. That's right. yeah. Stick that's your room key in the fridge a, when you are like one of those off.
3: little life hacks, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there you go. I thought that was a good one to pass on.
2: That is a great
0: I've tip. I've been I there,
1: like done that. I, I was a production mixer and we'd shoot on location and we, I'd have to do stuff like unplug a bunch of fridges, but we had a crew there to help us remember. You know, so <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like a guy, you know, but, but trust me, that was a major concern. Yeah. There you go. One, one other trick I
0: think that can help a lot if, if you're in the hotel room, simple things, you're trying to fight noise. I think you'd be surprised sometimes what uh, getting a good towel underneath the gap underneath the, the front door can do, just trying to help noise get in from the hallway yeah. into the hotel room. Just jam room. it under there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you can smoke weed, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Except all. the
2: sprinkler goes uh, off. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I won't give anybody credit for this, but he knows who he is, who's, who thought of this idea. And that is um, steal a bunch of the Do Not Disturb signs off the maid cart. And then when you're going to record, just walk down the hall and hang them on all of the rooms. <laughs> so, so housekeeping isn't going to be in any of the adjacent rooms. Nice.
3: Greg. That's a good one, too. There you go. <laughs> That's a great one. That goes side by side with the keys in the fridge. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: just <laughs> yeah. got to remember to take them off later when you're done.
0: That reminds me of something evil I wanted to do. I was sitting in the airport, and um, there was a whole bunch of dead outlets and everyone was like trying to charge their cell phones and every third outlet wasn't working. And I just thought, what an evil thing to do would be to get a whole bunch of stickers made that look just like outlets. And just <laughs> walk around the airport and stick them all over the
1: place. Do <laughs> that in McCarran in Vegas. That was one of those freaking
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: airports that had like one outlet per like terminal or t- yeah, game. drive people you know? crazy, like,
0: oh, I see one, and they carry all their bags over there. That's like,
3: verging on evil. damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: I like it. That's
0: hilarious. <laughs> and, then, and then just get a camera crew there to see what people do when they encounter yeah. the, the sticker outlet.
2: <laughs> I do have one sort of semi-serious question. Well, I suppose it's a serious question. Um, have you ever received stuff from a uh, portable setup, Robert, that you've had to work with?
0: Um I I've I've received a couple things actually. Um here's an interesting story. We were doing all the Tony the Tiger commercials uh for Kellogg's. Like they're great. Great mate. And um I forget his name, wonderful actor, but he was on his deathbed literally in the hospital and and um they had to get one more record out of him.
1: No way.
0: Yes. Oh my God. And they're they're in there with you know like the the DAT you know the portable DAT machine at the time and and that and that room was a little bit reflective and we had to deal with that.
2: I um, think everyone was reflecting in that room.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know it was, it was definitely a very interesting moment where uh, I, I mean, and he did it. He he did the take, and and it was all That's great, incredible. Man. Yeah, and some of those takes were still. I mean, like it was the same. They're great. Just even just, and it was all about the bottom G. Um, even the guy well, who, re- who replaced him, who had sounded so much like him, but just that, that depth of the way he could just get so low and that great.
1: Well, this was, is not any normal human, by the way. This was a fellow named Thurl Ravenscroft. So right. if you remember the song uh, to the original Grinch movie, yeah. You're a Mean One. Remember that that voice? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. him. Oh, okay, it's, and yeah. he had just unbelievable low end resonance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he I mean was he's, like his James Earl Jones territory. And yeah, below. really yeah. unbelievable voice. So yeah, Thurl Ravenscroft, T H U R L. If you're trying to find him on Google right now, yeah, that we, is a, like, a, a bizarre story. A, a
0: number of times we've we've had you know voices recorded in um, emergency situations, and and often you don't know. Like like another one that's very troublesome is they will. Um, They'll have the actor for the commercial and they'll have some announcer lines, but they won't want to hire the actor to come back into the studio later. And so they'll say, okay, we're on set. Let's jump in this car and now record you. (laughs) And it sounds like a car.
3: Yeah, I get that every (laughs) week. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. This TV show that I was talking about that I work on, they do the same thing. They do the location shoot. Um, and then when they're finished, they jump in a car and do the voiceover to go with it. So, yeah. Right, and it's
0: glass all over the car. It's awful, you know?
3: it, well, That's yeah. the reason I downloaded the RX-7 suite. <laughs> right,
0: the car has a very particular sound to yeah, it. Yeah, there's, there's
1: quite a bit of a misnomer in the voiceover community that that's a fix-all. Like you'll yeah. see that a lot. Please don't and, do it. Uh, people say, <laughs> please no. and don't. Do it's just and yeah, I <laughs> too mean, much glass. You have a particularly dead-sounding vehicle with like cloth seats. And you get in the back, and you kind of hunker down behind oh, yeah. the put blankets the seats. around. Okay, yeah, yeah it, maybe it maybe bring the porta
0: well. booth into the car.
1: Yeah, there yeah you go. Well, I've seen that done. I know Joseph Briaño. Joe Joe's done it on the road with
0: with Wi-Fi or a cell phone source connects. You know, yeah, It yeah. takes it to the next. Look, I mean, mode. we all
3: know the simple answer is the voiceover suit. Let's be honest. Come on, yes, <laughs> yes that's right. That's right. <laughs> with
0: with the additional voiceover back. Shoulder plate thing. That's
3: right. There you go. Well, I think we've covered that topic quite nicely. Well, we didn't really cover the topic. <laughs> we, kind of we kind of went everywhere else. But, well, I can uh, leave you
1: with this.
2: Flakes of corn with that secret toasted in sugar frosting. They're great. Well,
3: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there it ah, is. Frosty.
2: Frosty. I love Frosty. Frosties. Yeah. Frosties. When I was a kid, I loved Frosties. They're great. Yeah, my teeth um, didn't. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, unfortunately. There's always a downside. Yes, that's right. uh, (laughs) But I'm I'm curious if anyone's got any questions they want to ask about um, portable rigs. Drop us a note on our Facebook page, the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Well, there you go. That's our road case special. What we've got is the uh, files of, uh, in fact, the raw files, unnormalized, unprocessed. We'll stick them at the end of the show so you can have a listen uh, through your big speakers to uh, hear the difference between the 416, the NTG4, in and out of the booth. And you'll
3: also find them on our Facebook page, Andrew, which is? It is the Pro Audio
2: Suite podcast. There you go. See you, gents next week
3: um, this is
2: the uh, 416 416 416 all right just to give you something to a B the uh, road case with this is the uh, NTG4 this is me in an open room with the Harlan Hogan Porter booth Pro uh, the microphone I'm using is the Rode with the high boost on uh, we're going through the Rode AI one which is their new their new interface and uh, going into the laptop, which is running Twisted Wave. So, this is what this road case sounds like, and this is the one that I use when I'm away. So, uh, but uh, having said that, I should say that normally I would take the Sennheiser 416 416 416, and I think um, by all accounts, this is sounding okay. That was the Pro Audio Suite. If you have any questions or ideas for a show, let us know via our Facebook, the Pro Audio Suite podcast.